Secret Satan. A seasonal murder mystery in 24 episodes. Written by Tobias Sturt and read by John Millington. Chapter 6. One week later. The Monday morning after the Christmas party was subdued in the office. Normally this might be because people are hungover, or embarrassed about who they snogged, or hiding from who they insulted, or all three. But this time, they'd had a whole weekend to get over that stuff. No, it was because halfway through the party, we'd found our co-worker sprawled out flat, covered in white powder, on the floor of the pub gents. Not the first time that had happened at a Christmas party, but the first time that that person had been dead. A dead body tends to stick in the mind, as do the paramedics and the policemen and the silence of a pub as a stretcher is carried through it, the blanket pulled up over the face. Turns out you can carry on drinking for a while after that and not get drunk, not hungover, but you are subdued. I mean, none of us liked Tony very much, apart from Richard Balls, but none of us disliked him so much we wanted him dead. Or so I thought. Spoiler, I was yet again wrong. So there we all were, all in the office but none of us actually present, all just thinking about what had happened last Friday and all just trying to forget it. I even went so far as to try and read my emails in a desperate attempt to distract myself. First in my inbox was a Christmas card, one of the email Christmas cards we were all supposed to be making as a result of my terrible idea in Richard Ball's brainstorm. Tony had been right that the code had been pretty straightforward. There was just a form on the internet that fed content straight through to the company email system. He'd copied and pasted a few bits and pieces together, gallantly decided that the content checking and swear word removal was going to be Sue's problem, set everything running and declared himself to be done. Which he was now in more ways than one. The rest of us, the team had decided that I was going to be involved in this despite it not technically being my stupid project because it was very definitely my stupid idea, we're now designing up the interface, decorating the cards and sending each other lurid messages with them in an attempt to catch the profanity filter out. This email, however, was from Tony, which was surprising as he'd been trying to have as little to do with the project as he could in an attempt to make sure that its inevitable failure did not redound on him. Happy Christmas, it said. If you are reading this, I am either dead or hospitalised. Animated snowflakes fell over a cartoon rendition of the Mary Mead Marple offices and a snowman in the lobby waved at me. This was a black joke, I thought, even for Tony, but then I realised it wouldn't work as a joke if he didn't know he was dead, would it? Not that Tony's jokes worked, often. I have added a dead man's switch to the card system, said the message. If I don't cancel, this message goes out. If you've got this message, then I haven't cancelled it. Following it so far, thank you, Tony. Dead man's switch, repeated the message, because if I am dead, then someone killed me. Someone on this team. But I trust you, Linus. I don't think you will have done it. But someone did. Someone in this office, one of your workmates, is a murderer. Watch your back. Definitely not working, this joke. I looked up at those workmates. Radu, opposite me, 
The code for the Christmas card form on his screen reflected on his bald pate. Sue, next to him, trying not to notice that he was messing up her code. Edie, next to me, swearing under her breath as she tried to think of more cheerful Christmas greetings. Ali, next to her, reassigning all of Tony's tasks in Trello. Opposite her, Ned was pushed back from his desk, his head cocked on one side as he tried to get a fresh perspective on a design. And on the other side of him, at the far end of the desk, Lem sat, staring at the empty seat opposite him, beside the window, the seat that did not anymore have Tony in it. None of them seemed to have had a Christmas card from a dead man. None of them looked like a murderer. Linus! Ali had appeared at my shoulder. Can I have a word? I'll say this for Ali. She knows I'm a terrible manager, and she knows that I know she knows. But she insists on treating me as one. Bless her. She's always doing this, taking me off a little managerial class conflabs before she announces things to the rest of the team. We went to make coffee. I've just heard from my friend Maddie in HR said Ali, making sure the kitchen was clear. They're saying Tony died of a heart attack. Well, he had a heart problem, didn't he? I said. I'm sure he said something like that. Atherosclerosis, said Ali. Had it a while. But the thing is... Yes? They're still doing tests, apparently, she said. But the thing is, they're saying that it was cocaine. Cocaine? Apparently, they found traces in his clothes said Ali. A lot. I'd assumed that that was sugar from the Turkish delight, I said. The thing is, Linus, said Ali, this will cause a fuss if it is coke. Make sure you don't have anything in the office, you know? I'll have a word with the others. Oh, 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 I wouldn't, I said. I don't. Oh, I know, said Ali. But just in case, you know, have a check. We took our coffees back to our desks and I opened a browser. Did you know that drugs such as cocaine can cause the coronary arteries to narrow, triggering a heart attack? I just assumed that that was sugar from the Turkish delight. All that white powder all over Tony's face. And maybe he had assumed that too. I had tried some of that Turkish delight after all and had found it unaccountably bitter. A strange metallic overtone that I hadn't quite recognised at the time. Something from my misspent youth. I hadn't lied to Ali. I wouldn't have drugs in the office or anywhere. I'm much too old and staid for that kind of thing these days, but I haven't always been. I know what cocaine tastes like, and I knew what that strange taste in the Turkish delight had been. Turkish delight that Tony had received as a secret Satan present, a secret Satan present from a work colleague. I looked at them all again. Did they look any more like murderers than they had a couple of minutes ago? What did a murderer look like anyway? Well, there was only one way to find out. To figure out who had given Tony the Turkish delight, I was going to have to figure out who had given which secret Satan present. I was going to have to unearth the secret and discover who exactly Satan was. You have been listening to Secret Satan, a workplace mystery presentation in 24 slides, written by Tobias Sturt and read by John Millington. Our music is Holiday Weasel by Kevin MacLeod from filmmusic.io and our illustrations are by Jamie Lenman, who you can find at jamielenman.com. Our Christmas stories are on Spotify, YouTube and Substack and you can find links to all of these on our website, christmasstories.co.uk or you can subscribe on your podcast app. Wherever you listen, please take time to rate and review 
and make sure you don't miss the next episode of Secret Satan. Mm -hmm.